Hi, you're listening to another sermon from Deep Creek Anglican Church. Well, um, if I haven't had a chance to meet you, I'm pretty sure I've met all of you now, but my name is Ben, uh, and this is great. So we're looking at um, four new things this year in our kingdom services. But before we get there, can anyone remember anything about our services from last year? Go for it. Inside Out, yeah, not a Disney Pixar film. Actually, it is a Disney Pixar film, but it has something to do with uh, what we were talking about. Yeah, uh, April? Inside Out again. Actually, we only had one Inside Out service. Oh, Keen again? Out, upside Down, yeah. Go for it, Jaden. Sorry? Reverse Kingdom. Yeah, well, we kind of had one that was sort of now and not yet. So God's kingdom is kind of right here, right now, but it's also like on, on its way in the future as well. So it's kind of that tension. Uh, and then the last one, Nick did a great job of this one. Remember what it is? Bonnie? Yeah, you got the right, you got the all word right. All in. Awesome. Yes. Anyway, here we go. In case you, uh, in case you forgot that, what they were called. Sweet. Well, this year we are looking at four new things. So last year we are looking at four different ways that the kingdom of God was like radically different from the world around us. Like it was almost like totally flipped in different ways. Uh, So this year what we're going to do is we're going to kind of dive into what does it look like for you and me to actually be part of that kingdom? Like how do we enter that kingdom that God offers for us? Uh, how, do we, how do we enter into things like that? How do we enter into, you could almost say, what is salvation? What does that look like? And one of the surprising things in the Bible is actually, that's also quite different to, way, to the way that our world of, often runs as well. Uh, and so, in, so much so that it's actually, like it's these things by themselves and not other things. Uh, and so tonight we're looking at faith alone. And what does that look like? Now, I don't know about you, but growing up, the word faith, it always felt like one of those sort of weird kind of religious-y sort of words. I don't know about you, but that, that certainly might have been my understanding, you know. Oh, you know, got to have faith, or, you know, oh, my faith is my business, or whatever it might be. But it's like that kind of thing. And so I never quite knew what faith is. I knew faith had something to do with everything, but it was, um, yeah, it always felt like one of those sort of strange kind of spiritual jargon things. Is anyone feeling brave? Anyone want to have a go at saying what they reckon faith is? Believing in something. Believing in something. I reckon that's a great one. Any, any other thoughts? Thanks, Bonnie. Faith is like a mustard seed. <laughs> faith is like a mustard seed. Yes, that is from the Bible, so that, it's technically correct. Yes. Like being all in with something. Yeah, being all in with something. Oh, that's a great one. Something that's trusted. Yeah, you know what? I reckon, I reckon you guys know where I'm going with this, actually. Because believe it or not, um, in the Bible, particularly the New Testament, actually the same word that um, has faith, like that stands for faith in our translations, just as easily means like belief or trust. And so it's, if you can imagine a word that kind of encapsulates all that stuff altogether. Uh, and the interesting thing about believing and trusting is it's, I guess it's not really so much valuable to have kind of belief and trust in love itself because it's all about like what are you believing in what are you trusting in like I feel like that's almost as as important as the fact that you actually believe in it Uh, and so uh, and so in the bible it's it's the same thing it's you know we express 
faith, we express belief, we express trust. But at the end of the day, where is that trust? Where is that faith? Faith itself is not really uh, just a, like a, a kind of Christian idea. Like we express faith like all the time, like in every day. I mean, I think one of the classic things that people sort of often will say is, you know, we express faith in the chair that we're sitting on. Like I'm, I'm assuming that you guys who sat down on here, you probably didn't, you know, go and call your local friend who's a structural engineer to go, you know what, I want you to check out this, give me the certification to make sure that this is okay before I sit down. You just go, look, I'm willing to trust that this chair is okay. I've seen enough chairs, I know what they can do, and so I'm just going to sit on it. I mean, you know, we, we're, we're, we have faith that this roof's not going to fall in. Um, I mean, it could be kind of an interesting story if, you know, I brought the house down, but then, you know, we may not survive to be able to tell the story. So, well, you know, like, I'm, I'm assuming that whoever designed this thing knew what they were doing. Um, let's hope that whoever is um, making our fish and chips tonight is not going to make us sick. You know, we kind of, we have like a trust. We trust that this sort of thing is, is like we, we express faith all the time. And even in your like textbooks at school and stuff, there are like details in there that, you know, you might not ever have a chance to kind of test that particular like biology thing or that scientific whatever. And so you go, look, I, I, I believe that because, you know, my, my teacher, like I trust and respect my teacher, that what they're telling me here, I'm just going to believe that. Um, and here, here's an interesting one. Um, who knows how, what temperature water boils at? Yeah, we've got a couple. What, how hot is it? 100 degrees, 100 degrees. Anyone have any, any other thoughts? Now here's a question. Hands up. Who has actually measured that yourself? Okay. So two people and one person is suspected of lying. Okay. <laughs> We're off to a good, but isn't that interesting? But, but just before we were so confident to go, yeah, it's 100 degrees. And, and to be fair, um, I, I haven't tested it either. I, I just trust that that is the case. Uh, and from what I can tell, I'm pretty sure that is pretty much true. It varies a little bit depending on your altitude and whatnot. But hey, water boils at 100 degrees. But we just sort of take things like that by faith. We just, we just trust that. Um, and so what's um, remarkable is then faith is such a central concept in our relationship with God as well. Uh, in, our, in our Ephesians 2 reading that um, April did so well, uh, it says that we have been saved through faith. That is such a central thing. And notice here, it also gives the alternative not by works. Um, just, uh, it's, it was wonderful to hear uh, Izzy sharing her story about actually just so much of that kind of like, so often I think all of us can actually just try and work out that stuff, try and make ourselves acceptable to God. I mean, that's certainly been my experience as well. But actually, it's like, it's actually not about how much we can do. It's all about faith. And of course, just like we were saying before, you know, trust and faith and belief, like that's only as important as what our faith is in. Like this passage makes it super clear that what our faith is in is in Jesus. You know, you have been saved through faith in Jesus. Okay, so what does that then look like? Well, I was, I was thinking a bit about um, how, I, how I could explain this in a way that might kind of be helpful for us. Um, can I have a show of hands? Who has been on a plane before? Uh, has anyone not been on a plane? 
Okay, all right, so, so I'm assuming if it's happened at any point recently, then you, you would know this experience. And I want, I want to suggest that li life with Jesus, life lived through faith, is a bit like boarding a plane. Now, I've got a, um, I've got a, a happy person here. Um, can we give this person a name? Any thoughts? Well, well, well. Okay, well, I heard a Gerald and a Bill. What do we reckon? Terald. Terald with a T, okay. Terald, okay. Now, now Terald has heard that there's an awesome uh, holiday destination somewhere on the other side of the world. Where's Terald want to go? Any thoughts? Jamaica. Jamaica, all right. So Terald is going to Jamaica, okay. I'll see if I can remember this. Now, <clears throat> now Terald has basically two options. Um, Terald could try and do it under, uh, under his own steam. I'm assuming Terald is a boy. I don't actually know. Um, Terald is a boy. Good. Glad that we can get that clarified. <laughs> yeah, so, so Terald could kind of try and get there in his own effort. Um, you know, and, and Jamaica is a pretty far away place. You're not going to be able to walk there. And so, um, you know, Terrell's going to invest a whole bunch of money to get like a pilot's license, trying to get a plane, learn how to fly, do all this stuff, you know, buy all the fuel, get all the things. And then eventually, maybe, <laughs> you, might, you might get there. So that's an option. But of course, Terrell looks up the, you know, the local uh, internet search and discovers that actually there's a, there's a flight heading to Jamaica actually later that day. How awesome. And so I want to suggest that faith is a bit like saying, rather than doing it all myself, I am going to get on the plane that is heading to that place. And Jesus just happens to be the pilot in that plane. Um, Bonnie, you've got a, got a question? You raise a good question. Uh, fortunately, um, someone uh, just had some double booking plans and they pulled out the last minute, so there is one spot available on this plane. What, what are the chances of it, right? There's a good point, Bonnie. So, so I want to say, suggest that um, when, when the Bible passage that we looked at says we are saved by faith, not by works, it is saying that the, the only way that we can possibly um, be in that kingdom of God is by boarding the plane that Jesus is flying. And one of the really cool things about, um, about this is, uh, just have, have a think about this for a second. Um, if you hop in the plane, what kind of happens is that our life kind of gets connected into the same reality as everyone else on that plane, including the pilot. Uh, what I mean by that is that if you are in that plane, it's going to get to that destination, and it's not up to you. Like, it's not about, like, you know, you might even, like, know a whole bunch about flying and stuff, but if you're hopping on that plane as a passenger, then you are just completely trusting that the pilot knows exactly what they're doing. And if we're saying that this pilot is Jesus, then he is an awesome pilot. He's the best pilot there is. And he is going to get to that destination. And what's really cool is if, if we have a look at this verse, actually, there's so many... I, times where our life gets connected to Jesus when we have faith in him. So it says we've been made alive with Christ. God raised us up with Christ, seated us with him in Christ Jesus. Yeah, so, so the point I'm trying to, make, trying to make here is that actually faith connects us with Jesus. When we board on that plane, when we say, Jesus, I trust in you, I believe in you, I have faith in you, 
that I'm connecting myself with Jesus. And so we now have a shared destination. And so then it's not all about how much we can kind of work for God, uh, as Izzy really helpfully said. Actually, God doesn't want us to try and do that in our own steam. He wants us to trust in Jesus who meets those perfect standards uh, that God requires. And so his kingdom is a perfect kingdom and he has provided this way for us to be part of that. Okay, so what might the experience of faith be like? Um, okay, imagine that you're, imagine that you're with, uh, with Ter- is it Terence? Terrell. Ter- Terrell. Okay. All right, I'm just going to say Mr. T. That'll do. Um, now, imagine you're, you're with Mr. T on, on board this plane uh, on your way to Jamaica. Now, what are, what are the possible emotions or experiences that you might be feeling? Like, what, what are some possible... Think of a passenger on a plane. What are some possible things that you might be feeling? Yep. Nervous. Yeah, that's a big one. Any, any other thoughts? Yep. Happy. Happy, yeah. Awesome. Excited. Excited. Even more happy. Yes. Uh, Phoebe? Nausea. Nausea, yep, yep. Go for it. Sick, yeah, okay. Sarah? Yeah, okay, okay. So just... Yeah, so perhaps just really waiting for, for the time that the... the boom. Uh, okay, I'm sure we could keep on going for this for, for ages, but um, we probably need to wrap up soon. Um, yeah, so but, but here's the thing. What's really cool about being on this plane is, yes, did everyone have a different experience being on this plane? Sure. But did everyone get to that destination? Yes. <laughs> you got all this heckling going on at the front, which is a bit distracting. Um, because the thing is, that actually, it's, it's our experience of faith, and perhaps we might be actually worried, like, what if, what if I'm in an up and down of life? Like, what if I'm feeling really close to God right now, but then, like, down the track, or even perhaps a year ago, you might be just feeling like the pits, like, it's like, oh, I feel so far from God, like, I, I trust in Him, but it's just like, it just doesn't feel real. Or maybe you've got some really big doubts, or just some of you... Like your friends have been suffering a lot. You've got all these questions. And like, so our experiences in life go up and down. We might be feeling nervous or excited about our walk with Jesus or doubtful or fearful or just all these things all together. Maybe you just need to pee. Um, can't, can't wait to kind of do that. Whatever it might be. The point is that because we are in Christ, because we have faith in him, actually it's not about the quality of our faith. It's about how good Jesus is, and he is marvellous at what he does. And so Jesus, like, his identity becomes ours, which is just awesome. And so we don't even have to try and meet that standard because in Jesus we already have. Like, we are in the plane, just as the pilot's going to land, so are we. And so the final thing I want to sort of share is, um, okay, so then how should that then affect our life? Like, what does it actually look like to then be living by, by this faith? You're like, sure, we can kind of hopping onto the plane. Like, that's a, that's a step of faith. We're saying, I'm going to choose to trust in Jesus as the pilot. But then what does that then look like in, um, in, in life? Well, um, a couple of years ago, actually, it was quite a few years ago, before Emily and I had kids. Um, Emily is my wife, if you haven't met Emily. 
uh, and we went for a big trip to Europe. Now it was, um, we left on Boxing Day, and so it was, the, um, it was like stinking hot, it was like high 30s or something like that. Um, now when it's summer here, anyone know what season it is in Europe? Yeah, Bonnie? Winter, yeah, it was right in the middle of freezing winter. <laughs> Uh, and so when we were packing our bags, when we were choosing what stuff to wear on the plane, like we were all in like in shorts and t-shirts, basically it's like, you know, let's, because it was, it was hot. But then we knew where we were heading, what, the kind of, what, what we had to do there is, is totally different. Uh, and so we did what's called dressing for the destination. Okay, so we knew we wouldn't need shorts and t-shirts too much um, where we were heading. Uh, and so then we made sure that we, we, we left them behind and we included the stuff that was fitting for the new place that we were going. Um, and so, so what, uh, this is, um, the Apostle Paul, he also writes this other letter called Colossians, which is awesome too. Uh, and he actually uses this idea of actually dressing for the destination. Like what, when we have faith in Jesus, we get connected to Jesus. And it says even here, uh, same sort of idea, you know, when we have faith in Jesus, we've been raised to new life with Christ. And so what does he want us to do? He wants us to set our sights on the reality of heaven, not the things of earth. Like, think about heaven things. Like, think about the place that you're going. Don't worry about the place that you've been, because where you're going, like, that's the important thing. Um, has anyone ever flown, like, internationally before? Okay, quite a few people. Um, one of those interesting things, when you get to the airport, you step through those sort of international doors, and it's kind of like a one-way thing, isn't it? Once you go there, yes, you're, in one sense, you are still kind of in Australia, but you might as well be in that, in that new country. And that's kind of like that sort of that transitional time. It's pretty much like what living like by faith is. It's that kind of now, not yet kingdom. Uh, and so... What God wants is for us to actually be dressing ourselves, as in like doing the, the behaviours and modelling our lives on the place that we're going and, and trying to sort of stop those things um, that were part of our life before. And I love this example that it gives in this same, in this same chapter, talking about lying, right? So, so I'm sure all of us lie from time to time. Um, and so Paul says like, as an example, like lying, okay. Lying is bad, but notice how he doesn't say you know, don't lie because it's, because it's bad. He says, like, don't lie to each other because you've taken off your old nature and now, and now put on your new nature. So it's the idea that, okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to kind of keep doing that old stuff. I'm gonna not going to keep on wearing my old kingdom stuff because I'm part of a new kingdom now. And if I'm heading in that direction, then I might as well get used to it. Otherwise, it's going to be a big culture shock when we get there. It's going to be like stepping out into London and Edinburgh with shorts and T-shirt. Like, that's going to not go well. At least not for me. Some of you guys might be tougher than me. And so faith means that we step in, stepping into that plane, we are trusting in the pilot, not in our own ability to get us there. Uh, and the wonderful thing is that we, we trust that that Jesus will get us there. When Jesus sort of says, like, come to me, all who are weary and heavy burden, I will give you rest, like, he can do that. He will do that for us. And when he says, you know, that I am the resurrection and the life, and that, you know, um, I come to give you, like, everlasting life for those who trust in me, well, we believe that he can do that because he can. And so I want to encourage you tonight to put your faith 
in Jesus, to trust in him. Like, get on that plane, wherever you are at. Maybe you are still in the waiting room. Maybe you're about to get through that door into the plane. Wherever you are at, take those steps towards Jesus uh, because he loves you and he wants you to be part of his kingdom. I'm going to pray for us. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a good God to us. We thank you that your kingdom in Jesus has come and that you invite us to be part of that. And I pray that tonight that we would have faith in you, that we would trust in your son Jesus and that we would uh, not try and work towards our own being acceptable to you. But we just pray that, I pray that we would just be thankful and we would accept that free gift that you offer to us. Help us to step on that plane and help us to... Uh, Regardless of how we're feeling on our ups and downs of life, know that you are in control, you know what you're doing, and I pray that uh, you would give us the trust that we need to, to really enjoy that flight. In Jesus' name, amen.